how are we doing? Welcome everybody, welcome to episode 35 of Two Left Arms, a console gaming podcast. I'm Static Oz, uh, just going to cover up, cover up, cover off on some quick housekeeping. Please be sure to go like, follow, subscribe, all that good shit. Uh, our podcast on Twitter, at left on YouTube, just search Two Left Thumbs with all the words, no numbers, because that's someone else, not us. Um, and of course, leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, we're now live on Wednesday nights, which is right here today, right now, at the time of recording on Twitch at twitch.tv slash static oz and mixer at mixer.com dash deft underscore puppies with a Z. Uh, generally Wednesdays, 9 p.m. ish. Yes. With all that, with all that out of the way, as you say, as usual, sorry, <laughs> stammering, stuttering and all that sort of shit. We got, we got thrown off there. Joined <laughs> as usual. By our good friends, Dawn of the Dan and Deaf Puppies. What's going on, dudes? Hi, how you doing? So now I've settled children, they're actually going to bed. I'm, I'm doing well, man. All right, all right. <laughs> doing good? Doing good? Yeah. Same, same. Everything's, everything's fine, except it's, it's raining again. Fine. It's raining fine. again? It's just yes. cold and shit day, here, man. It's the worst. Day 97 out of 130 of rain. Really? It's oh, wonderful. Wow. Well, it's well, a lot of yeah. rain, man. That's a lot of moisture. Yeah. Fucking like Silent Hill up here. <laughs> nah, so apart from that, um, everything's good. Um, actually played one of the free games this month. Oh, I know. You pulled your way for, away from Conan and what was the other one you were playing last one? Nah, last week? Path of Exile. Path of Exile. Oh, Path of Exile, yeah, that's it. Yeah, right. yeah. I've been playing that I get like them a confused. Month I don't know why, but I do get them confused uh, all the time. Like Black Rage, there's Exile in the title. Yeah, talking about it one day, and she was telling me about yeah, oh, I've been playing that, and um, she's going on about shit, and I'm there going, I can't remember that in the campaign. I know I don't pay much attention to the campaign, but I can't remember that shit. <laughs> she, she told me the story about it. She told me the story while we were playing. And I was I was lo- just losing my shit. Yeah, and it's like yeah, yeah. Only, only, only her. Um, yeah. So yeah, so, said, yeah, continue on my path of exile, and then I also played What Remains of Edith Finch on Monday night. Finally. Nice. Yes, so, um, yeah, we'll talk about that one in a second. What about you guys? Um, me, mostly just Assassin's Creed and Sea of Thieves. I've been pretty uninteresting this week. Um, still getting through the story. I think I'm, I'm nearly, like, Whoa. halfway there. Whoa, hello. <laughs> we got Static's big face for a second here. Whatever. Te- technical difficulties, I'm I, guessing. I think, I think Dan bounced out. Dan bounced uh, out? Yeah, oh, we, guys. We, got, we got big face. Yeah, a big face going on until Jan- ah. Dan joins in. Yeah, so we got to do some um, some Sea of Thieves. Jumped in and um, what did we get done? What did we get done over there? We got um, a bit more done on. The back. He's back. There we go. Damn it! Damn it! Solid. Hate me. We're almost. We're almost about to switch the squares and everything. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd started it as he took it reconnected. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a fill out of the gum tree, fellas. Oh. Yeah, man, you got to get a staple in there. Hey, he's, yeah. he's, he's getting old and unreliable. Just staple, staple his paws to the tree. It'll be fine. That's it. All right. All yeah. Right. So I, I jumped in. I was playing more Watch Dogs. We got into some more Forza uh, Motorsport Seven, which I was terrible at. I ended up bailing out on on the uh, the second race because I just pretty much got my way of everybody. Um, Ooh, rough run. At, 
and uh, yeah they were they were way too quick for me i was like nope i hadn't i hadn't really <laughs> practiced the track at all i hadn't had time to catch up on it and yeah the first practice lap was 7 p.m maybe 7 30 p.m and the race started at eight so so you only really got a couple laps in that would have been it and yeah and i think i got like 12 laps in it was time to start sort of qualifying uh didn't qualify well as you could imagine and didn't race any better so hmm. i jumped out for the second one because it was the final final race of the season as well the, the actual series that they were running and um there was a couple of dudes like right up the top sort of really sort of battling out just for the win for the season so i thought i'll just let them go because if, if they end up caught behind me they've been pretty up. mad and then and then yeah some one of them loses because of because of me that's not gonna go well so no that's how big the bribe you took was <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good enough so. <laughs> so yeah but apart from that been playing watchdogs having a lot of fun doing it so and yeah got into some more of that sea of thieves business with you know, with puppies so. we did did got another adventure down which was that's right just good actually played more of a, a more of a participating role in this one which was cool yeah we're, we're slowly getting the hang of how the mechanics of how like the finding the things work so it makes yeah life a lot easier except i lost the compass that we needed that was a but, but you didn't slight. i didn't did. i thought i had though for about 20 minutes yeah. while running around looking for this compass that i thought i dropped but it was in another inventory slot that i forgot about yeah. it was in the other hand basically yeah, yeah. it was it pretty was, much in, the other in hand. his back pocket yeah hmm. have you ever done that getting ready yeah. for work and yep. you go where the hell are my car keys and they're like literally in your pocket yeah for me all the sunglasses that are on your head yeah. yes yeah. lack of caffeine it's it's a bad place that's it <laughs> so pups in, in amongst all that I'm, i may have cut you off there and, and what you got mm. up to during the week um no mo it was just assassin's creed i'm about just under halfway through the story i think it's yeah. really hard to tell because there's no i haven't figured out a way to clearly mark out the story objectives there's just like a whole ton of quests yeah and you just got to kind of sort out what's actually connected to the story. They all have different names. Like I guess they're in like different segments, but I haven't figured out what's what. I mean, it's as simple as a Google search. I just haven't done it. Um, but yeah, a lot of fun, man. I'm getting very sidetracked, which is always fun. The wildlife still annoys me because it's ridiculously deadly. But we're getting there. <laughs> like, you'll be walking through town and you get attacked by a lion yeah. just out of nowhere. Just like cruising through, like just walking. Like in the middle yeah. of the town, like in a highly populated area, and a wild animal just approaches you and tries to attack you. And then because you attack the wild animal and you accidentally hit somebody else in the process, just mobs, man, just start forming on you and you've got to run. That was that was that was one of the things that used to happen in uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. You'd you jump off your your noble steed that you'd managed to hijack. Yeah. And you'd attack something and you'd accidentally hit whatever it was that you were riding and now it's turned on you. Yeah. So all of us also all of a sudden you've got two things you're fighting now. Which is yeah, always fun. Yeah, and and it's all because they won't stay out of the way. He's like, stay here and they're like, come on, next is like, no, I want help. So like, no, go away. And you accidentally hit them and it's all over. <laughs> well in H C D they actually do join in the fight. They come along and do yeah, you know, yeah, that's right. They actively I'm help you. I'm helping. I'm fighting that big T Rex monster, I don't need your help. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> go play one of those trip mine bloody arrows get out of my way that's right nah so, but that's why ancient Greece was deft yeah I know. The streets, I know you know it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's an annoying realism it's historically I'm accurate. fine with it <laughs> historically accurate <laughs> it's historically <laughs> accurate but I'm fighting gods 
and using magical artifacts, but it's historical accurate accuracy yeah. at its finest. Where do you think like domestic cats come from? That to start somewhere, you know, dogs descended from wolves, cats descended from the great. But um, they have dogs and cats in the game already. They're already yeah. there. So it's like big big cousins still hanging around. Yeah, I don't like it. it doesn't mean they're welcome. All right, it's, it's like, like a weird um, uncle. You just don't yeah, want the cousin, that. But they're there. The cousin gets out of jail and comes for a visit. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we got lost. We did get no. lost. We're you did lost. actually just sidetracked. You just kind of disappeared. We're up yeah. to uh, let's let's get into the freebies. Freebies. We got everyone piercing. All right, so we have overcooked, which spawned a um, very punny kind of couple of days. I think um, made a sport of tagging deft in every single and food, I made a um, sport of muting Dan <laughs> temporarily um, so um, yeah I haven't played that one yet so and um, I was gonna, that's what I was going to do before the show until the PSO update and then the other one was what remains of Edith Finch so I jumped and played that on Monday night you've played this before haven't you deft I have yes it was incredible yes. And it would have to be one of the most unique storytelling, narrative-driven experiences I've played in a game. I absolutely loved it. Loved it. You know, like um, the way that they present each member of the family's story was just unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Every every kind of story was really unique, which was which was mm. really fun. Yeah. So, as I said last week, the premise was oh, she was a girl. I thought it was a dude. Um, it was a girl who was going back to her childhood home to uncover the mystery of her family then the family appeared to be cursed because they'd all die in stupid ways um and so it's basically the story of her traveling through the childhood home and reliving the stories of her dead relatives but yeah as i said every single one of them was done in a different fashion um obviously some are going to be better than others we've all got our favorites but um yeah I definitely if you can got two to three hours i I think I did it in under two hours. Um, yeah, I took my time with it, and it was about yeah about two hours or something like that. It's a very yeah. short game, but very much worth playing. Like the story is yes. really really good. Um, yeah. The gameplay is interesting, and yeah, just an all around good game to play. Well, well, I have I have it there ready to play. So once I finish Watch Dogs, I'm going to give that one a, a quick run, and then yep. um, on to the next one. Yeah, that should be good. Oh. The only reason why I jumped into it is I had some other shit pop up and I had to deal with that. And when I sat down to play, it's like, well, it's, I don't have enough time to really get into a game as such for the night. So I thought, oh, yeah. I'll just go and have a look at this. And yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Okay, so over on PSN, we have Deal of the Week is Spyro Reignited, which is the remastered version of Spyro. Uh, that's down to $44. Yeah, whether it's um, that's your thing jump in and grab it um i'm not the hugest fan on some of these old things being remastered though i am excited for medieval um assassin yeah, creed a buzz about that the last week yes uh assassin creed origins uh for 36 dollars um the sort of the, the that's a lot of game for that that's that's pretty good yes. i play i played origins and enjoyed it um yeah. again i was going through a weird phase with assassin's creed games but it's a good game Lots I was completely sick of Assassin's Creed games, and I was extremely skeptical about this game because it's like the same shit, different time zone sort of thing. And yeah, I even purchased it. I purchased it on sale, and I was, as I said, very skeptical going in. It's like, oh, it's just going to be the same thing. But they'd like kind of refresh the game, combat, 
um, added a bit more RPG elements to it. Obviously, the game got a lot bigger than the previous titles. Yeah, and it's was, huge. Yeah, and the, the story elements and everything else in behind it got a lot more interesting as well. So it was kind of the the reboot for the series, if you want a better word. Uh, before then, they said, it was like flogging a dead horse. All they did was sort of just change the characters and the, and the setting. But it was the same shit being um, recycled. Whereas, yeah, Origins took it in a completely new direction. Um, I think Odyssey's continued down that road of being different. It has very much. It, it's it's more of Origins, but like like more of it. There's more stories, more side quests, a lot of chains of side quests too. I've noticed. Like you're going, oh, I'll go into this little side quest and get the little extra bit of extra pay I need to fight these enemies, and then you're spending an hour doing this single quest because it just keeps chaining. Three days later. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so many so I'm actually um, yeah and with the drop of the latest I'm on a Marth album I'm excited for the Viking release of Assassin's Creed oh no <laughs> I, I, if, if we're being lied to I'm going to be fucking wholly upset man yes I, I, I need I need Viking Assassins in my life alright so um, continuing we have Just Cause 4 for $48 um, GTA 5 for $18 Game still going crazy strong uh, with its player base. It's 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 um it's had a fair resurgence of late with uh with all the role play. Yeah, mm. yeah, it has. I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever sort of uh, jumped in and watched any of it. It's 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 had me in stitches yeah. a fair few times, depending on the streamer and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, I've watched I've watched a few streams of it. It's pretty entertaining. Yeah, I don't think it's something I can get into like as a streamer though. Um, but it looks really fun. Right, we have derailed. Continue. Crash Bandicoot, the Insane Trilogy for forty dollars. Uh, Witcher Three for fourteen dollars. So there's a hell of a lot of game there for fourteen dollars. You probably got a whole yeah. You got a few weeks of game there for fourteen bucks, and the expansion pass is an, an additional fourteen dollars. So for twenty eight dollars, that's that's a hell of a lot of game. It is. Yeah. Uh, uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War twenty four dollars. Uh, the Warhammer 40k Inquisitor Marta. Uh, we talked about this a few months ago, but now with Path of Exiles being free, I don't want to pay money for that. <laughs> but it's down to $28, so if you've been kind of on the fence about that, it's probably a good entrance point. Uh, Dishonored Bundle. So that's Dishonored 1, 2, and the expansion pack, or whatever you want to call it, um, for number 2, which is um, something about yeah, Death of the God. Um, that's for $36. So three games or two and a half games for thirty-six dollars. They were good games, good fun games. Uh, Senua's Sacrifice, eighteen dollars. Buy it, play it. That is twenty dollars worth of games. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's up there. It's, like we we have we have a lot of recommended games. Uh, we don't have very many recommended games, rather. But this and Titanfall two are must plays for yeah. for all of us. Yeah, yeah. That, that that game is cheap at twice the price. I would absolutely, absolutely yeah. recommend it. So I, yeah. I bought it when it first came out, and I think I paid the near full price for it at the time, and it was worth it. Then I'm like going for fifty or sixty bucks or whatever it was when it was released. Yeah. It was worth that. It was such a just a, such a strong story and an experience. It's the only way to describe the game is it's an experience. Yeah. Um, Everybody right. on that track is oh my god. Oh, yeah, you got to have a good a good set of you got to wear, wear headsets. No use just sitting in front of a TV planet. We got to wear headsets for it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the way that the voices drift in and around your head telling you that you're shit <laughs> it's um, <laughs> unreal um 
All right, so we have everybody has gone to the Rapture, which is another sort of story-driven narrative game based around there was an event and everybody's sort of pissing off somewhere. Um, that's down to 7.55. Layers of Fear, uh, Emily, and uh, so Layers of Fear, that's one where you're going to explore an old house. It's kind of a indie horror game. Um, and is that, is that the real cartoony type one? No. No? Okay. No. And there's a mad painter and you've got to sort of work out the mysteries and everything else going on in his house. Yeah. Um, yeah Emily wants to play for two ninety five. So basically... That, sound, that sounds you, creepy. Yes. Um, you take on the role of a pizza man delivering pizzas to a house and there's a girl called Emily and her three dolls and you've got to... You get trapped in the house with them and you've got to learn how to play the game through audio cues and all that and if you play it wrong they murder you um, so okay so it's one of those kind of survival survival horror yeah. kind of yeah survival things, horror, yeah. yeah for three dollars i think that's that's well worth a look yeah it'd be uh, worth a few, it'd be a few cheap scares and a few laughs i reckon yeah. um we have skull girls second encore so skull girls was um it was a pretty solid fighting game um Probably released around the same time as be Street Fighter Four or Five, I can't remember. But um, at the time, it was actually a more it was a more solid mechanically fighting game than than its Street Fighter equivalent. Uh, for seven fifty five, so if you like your uh, fighting games, it's yeah, and it's got a really kooky sort of comical um, graphical approach. Anyone who's as old as me will know that Joe Dever's Lone Wolf um, books. Um, they, they <laughs> yeah. for, for those listening to the audio, yeah. <laughs> Static and I are just shaking our heads silently. Yeah. So they were a series of books um, where there was two in each set, and one of them played the good guy, and one played a bad guy. And it was sort of you basically you had to the bad guy had to hunt down the good guy, and it was like a graphical dungeon, and you just sort of had to tell, okay, um, tell your opponent you got to do this, go to this page, blah blah blah. It was like a pick your own adventure. But the books were linked. Yep. And um, yeah, they, they were good fun. Um, but they bought it to console. Um, and yeah, for $6. Don't know how good it is, though. Probably best off in my memory. <laughs> and this one's here for Static again, the Bioshock collection for $18. You know what? After after actually seeing Pups play through it, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to play it now. <laughs> I was like, ah, that's that's not my kind of game anyway. So, yeah. it's it's always it had always been one of those ones that I wanted to play. Like I'd, I'd seen yeah ads for it on TV or whatever when it was first first out, and I thought yeah that looks really cool. I'd seen yeah all the cosplay. I'm like man, I really meant to go play that game, and it's been out cheap so many times. Like for eighteen dollars for the whole collection, yeah. so many times that I've missed it. Yeah, and I saw Pups play it last time. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> it's fine, whatever. Yeah, but yeah it's yeah. If, if if it's an enjoyable it's game. Very good game. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's good. the three. That's the three yeah, games. The three so bucks, one, two, eighteen and, is. And yeah, I think it comes up in that price pretty regularly too, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. about every third month. So yeah, yeah it's a it's a reoccurring one, but it's definitely worth uh, if you enjoy your shooters. And it's probably was one of the first more um, narrative driven FPS games. Um, yeah, it's worth it. It's got got a good storyline. Nice. And uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, even though, trying, even though trying to do that, that's a, that's a leftover from last week. <laughs> <laughs> we've been editing this live document as we go, trying to trying to throw Dan off. We've been it was it was darkest dungeon from last week. 
yeah. called it Dankest Dungeon and Dankel's Dungeon and all sorts. He's yeah. just having a little giggle as he goes, and it's not even relevant anymore. So no, I, need, I left it there to maintain uh, maintain formatting. <laughs> I thought, I'm sitting there looking at it. Going, Why is it like that? There's something. It's it's yeah. how the page how the pages run. The paper of truth is now yep. is now on is now pixelated, and Dan's yes. still got to control it. <laughs> yes, amazing. You got to uh, keep the formatting right, otherwise it messes with me. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, let's jump over over on the Xbox. Actually, Oh, no, we're not. Yeah, no, uh, Drone, I was going to say that, uh, that yeah, Joe Devon's Lone Wolf thing, it's on Pierce now as well. So people not in Australia that can access that, yeah. um, probably have a look at that for free if you've got your Pierce now. Freebie. Yeah, so, so that's that's their, that's their Game Pass equivalent, yeah? The, um, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Subscription-based free game so. service. That doesn't occur in Australia because we have shit internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Connection's too dicey. Um, right. For Xbox this week, um. Games with gold haven't changed. Um, still, Outcast, Second Contact, Marooners, and Earth Defense Force. Yep. Um, I think we've spoken about them a couple of times now. Uh, they should be changing next week or the week after. I'm pretty sure. I would um, think so. Yeah, that's, yeah that's they should be. They've been, been they're three weeks there, so that's, they should be changing long, this that's week. That's a long run on the Xbox side. It is, especially since Second Contact was there previously as well. Yeah. Um, uh, deals with gold wasn't a great deal this week. Um, so we had Brawl Out, which is fourteen dollars. So that's like a Smash Brothers, but with indie, oh not indie, but like different game characters as well. But it was like, um, oh, I can't remember now. But yeah, it's a little yeah. brawler platform kind of thing. Yep, pretty fun. Um, Valentino Rossi, the game, seven dollars. You can play all his legendary races and so compete in the moto. Is it the moto moto GP two thousand and sixteen? I think it was. Yeah, sure. Something like that. Anyway, motorbikes, brum brum, cast off. Uh, it's there for seven bucks. Uh, but that sounds like condescending. Never <laughs> me condescending about motor condescending about motor vehicles. Never. Why would I do that? Uh, Blood Bowl Two Legendary Edition is fifteen dollars. Uh, the Dirati Family Friendly Bundle, uh, which includes Letter Quest, Grim's Journey, and Vertical Drop Heroes for ten bucks. Uh, we have Hyper Jam for seventeen dollars, which is a it's a top down brawler shooter, as the way it was described, and it's like very eighties, like neon. I see you biting things. That's that. <laughs> um, not one of those top down side scrollers. No, not top down scroller. It's a brawler. Um, Sounds like a nineties basketball game. Yeah, it's like it's very like it's very pink neon and synthwave oh, yeah. soundtrack and stuff it looks pretty interesting um, See how they, have... they were marketing marketing them back in the 90s to make them cool on the Sega and shit yeah basically yeah. hyper jam it's got that kind of name too uh, we have Blackwood Crossing for $12 uh, this is a story first person story different adventure game um, probably very similar to the way Edith Finch is done where you kind of start well, you, this one you start on a train as a little boy and then things get weird and suddenly you're in a forest, and you're burning things. I got weird quick. Yeah, the, I, what, that, that was just the trailer that went for that thirty seconds. <laughs> it was it was bizarre, but it looked interesting. <laughs> um, we have I Am Bread for nine dollars, which is a classic physics-based puzzles game where you have to turn your your you are bread and you have to turn yourself on toast. It's the weird game to watch. It was pretty funny. Uh, we have Mirror's Edge, the original um, 360 title for $5. Uh, 
which is worth it. A lot of people worth, really, yeah. really liked um, Mirror's Edge, it. so it's um, worth getting into. And then we have yet another d- Zombie Defense HD, which is $8, which is exactly what it is. It looks super, super B-grade, and basically you're given a square of play area that you have to defend, and you can like put walls up, and then you use your characters to shoot zombies that come in from either side. I absolutely love the honesty in that game title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like this weird parody of itself. Like it looks like one of those kind of really dodgy Steam titles that just look yeah. like asset flips and stuff. But um, no, like I've been hanging shit on the yeah. It's like the two people have got to think, come up with a game, so they both think of a cool word and smash them together to come up with a game title. Mm. That company didn't do that. They just like let's be honest. This is yet another one. They, they didn't even <laughs> brainstorm it. They just nah. they just let the mail boy pick this name as it, on his way out as he, as he should yeah. ship it. What is it? Well, it's just yeah, it's just yeah. another zombie defense HD. At least you're doing it. At least you know what you're getting into. You know what you're getting into anyway. There's no 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 like um gray area. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, that's it for Xbox. So there was like only two rows of titles this week it was kind of shocking normally there's a lot more but um that's it so last week last week we really sort of chopping chopping them out to try and shorten down the list but yeah it was a bit of a struggle today to get them sorted yeah but yeah that's all that's going on with the game so we're moving on to news news and updates so um good old best theater is in the news again (laughs) do you do do that you do that on purpose don't you Never. Never. <laughs> Never. Never. I, was, I swear you've been practicing it wrong. Ah, I just do it on purpose. Um, <laughs> it's my inner troll. I can't help it. All right. So following plagiarism accusations, an Elder Scrolls tabletop RPG scenario called fucking Elsewhere has been pulled. Uh, planned as promotion for an upcoming expansion for the Elder Scrolls Online game, Elsewhere shakes shares many striking similarities to a 2016 Dungeons and Dragons adventure titled The Black Road. Uh, too similar for some. All right, so uh, they pulled the scenario in light of the accusations um, and they've, uh, they've come out and said, we have pulled their previously shared ESO tabletop RPG adventure while we investigate the source. Uh, these guys have faced similar criticism before with a new 2016 uh, the Fallout New Vacants modder claimed that they had lifted their content for a scenario in the um, Fallout 4's Far Harbor DLC. So, um, yeah, it sounds like someone had a deadline and couldn't be faff writing a story. Yeah, so I I was reading up about this. Um, Did you read and some it of is almost And it is almost word for word. Yes, like, some of the descriptions of the areas and they... We're talking primary like, school levels of plagiarism here. Uh yeah it was it was nasty um like they changed a few names even some of the characters names were the same um and and the locations were changed the the story was exactly the same word for word though so they put out like a tabletop style game yeah yes which is essentially just dungeons and dragons yes Yeah, all they did like, when you buy it, it's probably they just liquid papered out Dungeons and Dragons and put ESO <clears throat> or something on it, and then shipped it. Basically, that's kind of what I it was. Like. I don't, I don't know whether to hate on that or to to like to to give that props. You know what I mean? Like, no. 
Yeah, that was a lot of blow pups. That's pretty yeah. ballsy. Like, yeah, hey, let's just oh, uh, yeah. let's just buy this. And, and like, and I mean, we've had this with world. like YouTube reviews and stuff before web live. I think there's that that case was six months ago where that guy plagiarized a smaller YouTuber. Yeah. It's it's not like they're like stealing something from some home crafted D and D situation. This is like yeah. from you know, the actual creator, creators themselves. <laughs> it's like no, nah, we're just gonna steal this straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah two professional writers, I think. Yeah, and as I said, there wasn't there wasn't much attempt to try and disguise it. Um, like yeah, there's a couple of names, the characters changed, a couple of adjectives, um, but there wasn't much. So it's um, yeah, they could have been a touch more sneaky about it. I reckon. Or being creative and done their own. Yeah. Or well, yeah, did their own shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard in this day and age to like to borrow someone's idea and make no. it your own. No, it's not a difficult thing. Especially like, if like you're a, a writer. Like a day's worth of work. It's well, not difficult. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, all right. And when yeah. and when there's yeah, well they say there's seven different stories in the world and every every story is a variant of one of those seven themes. So um yeah but as i said when you get that close to the markets yeah you, you're kind of not trying yeah and for a big company that mean that opens you up to a lot of not only criticism but um, other shit as well so no people will be watching i mean bethesda hasn't exactly had a great run the last no. six months a year so no. oh, um, just had the, there's, those big boys are just battling out for who's the most shittiest bloody <laughs> publishing who's the dodgiest moment. publisher at the moment yeah <laughs> yeah it's good fun damn it they've one up to us what can we do now let's plagiarize something fuck it <laughs> <laughs> let's just give them dungeons and dragons but call it ours yeah, yeah. <clears throat> wow okay no so yeah there's a bit, bit for yeah all right so there's another little game called rage 2 it's out that. come out earlier on in the week it's landed a bunch of mixed reviews again um averaging from average to brilliant so we saw this with days gone as well we saw a bunch of reviewers come out and sort of pan the shit out of the game and give it low scores and i want, I want, I want to i want to throw a little plug out there uh, now that you mentioned that has yep. either of you listened or watched um gray aussie gamers review of days gone i have it's it a big very one. well it's done. a big it's one if, 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 if anyone listening or watching mm. it right now wants to go and check him out on youtube gray aussie gamer has done an awesome review on this um he's put he's quite obviously put the time into it um and i feel it's probably the fairest review you're gonna find of this game yeah it was it was really bad that game you know. i should say yeah um yeah when, Actually, when people when, when there's people out there scoring it one out of ten yeah um yeah he he doesn't like to give scores like number scores he'd oh, rather he just, put out a, a, a he just puts out an opinion basically um because people don't yeah. have to do math anymore that's right. Like that's right a seven out of um, ten is a bad game it's like no seven out of ten 70 percent of the game is there that they missed right. 30 yeah. it's yeah. not seven's not an average score it's an above average score yeah so i'm yeah. i'm i'm kind of waiting with bated breath to see um mm. what kind of review he has for for rage 2 because i know he's covering that right now so yep i'll um yeah, i'll so pop some for those who are listening live i'll just i'll um i will pop a link in chat for you so you can go and do it now i'll we'll also put it in the show notes, notes as well yep. making sure it's the right one yeah so as i said we, we've seen that we've seen that with the year now where they are yeah and someone gets a bee in their bonnet and we'll just basically shit can the game and yeah. it's like well it's we yeah we saw it like even with anthem we saw some of the things with anthem and it's like it's not r3 
it's not a good game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it, it, it deserved its fives. It was an average game. You got fifty percent of the game shipped. <laughs> yeah, it deserved fives. Yeah. A three. A three is virtually to me that's thirty percent of a game. The fucking thing's unplayable and shouldn't have been printed. Um, so yeah, we've seen that, and there's been a bunch of other games uh, as well. So we've, we've they're keeping up. At least they're being consistent with their inconsistency. Um, all right. So, but everybody's agreeing that the combat is fun and well done. Um, it's a mixture of say uh, Doom, the uh, Doom type combat system, um, and Mad Max. Yeah, it felt um, like watching gameplay. It looked very Doomish. Yeah. And um, but they tend to, or where, where the where the reviews have split is around the, uh, you know, the content and the quality of the content inside the games. Um, so one of the things that sort of stuck out for me is it does appear to be following the paths of, of the games as a service model, um, with a nice healthy string of content being released over the next few months. Um, but one of the, I was surprised I didn't know this, but it's a solo player game only. There's no co-op in it. Yeah, there's no co-op, which is, I mean. So weirdly interesting, giving it the doing that the whole, I mean, Assassin's Creed's on the same thing with all games of service and a single player game, but Rage, I go looking at what Rage 2 is, it looks like a very, like, it could be like an online co-op kind of deal. Yeah. Well, you know, considering it's kind of, yeah, competing in the same market as say Borderlands, for example. Yeah. That's the game it's going to get, that's the game it's going to get compared to most often, to be honest. Yeah. Not um, easily. Yeah. So 100%. it's like. We're going to get compared to that. So people go, okay, we've got Borderlands. It's a co-op experience. Oh, this isn't, but I want to play with my friends. Um, yeah, I thought that was a weird design choice. I didn't realize until I was actually doing research for this, this podcast that was solo. Um, so will that be enough to keep people coming back and enjoying the game? Um, don't know. Um, Depends the content. Yeah. Like To keep a single player coming back, especially with a that style of game, it's going to have to be pretty good content to come back to. Hmm. Yeah, as well. So, like, because a lot I mean, with a lot of the multiplayer stuff, it's like you know you go and grind all this stuff out for uh, Borderlands. You go grind for weapons and loot. But if you're playing on a single player, how long is it going to be before that content kind of gets feels really old? If you're hmm. running the same thing over and over and over again, yeah, it's um, most of these games where if you don't have that really strong story element, and you can't really do the story element once or twice anyway. Um, <laughs> Most of it's only fun with friends type stuff. So it's, I right, would we'll just go do some PvP with friends or go do some strikes. You know, Destiny would be shit if you're just stuck in the game solo without being able to enjoy it with friends. Um, the other games of these models work exactly the same. They're more fun with friends. So um, they can be a bit thinner in their storytelling narrative because you're kind of, I right, just go and hang out with the boys and go shoot things. But one of the things I did like, there's a nifty little Twitch extension that it comes with, or you can pick up, sorry. Um, Man, so if every you're a game's streamer, coming with a Twitch extension these days. Yes, but this every, one, this one is a little mini game um, where if you die, uh, people in your chat get to play a defib mini game to bring you back to life. That's pretty cool. So I'm so glad I'm not, if I was playing that, I would be on Twitch because that's all people would see is that fucking mini game. <laughs> <laughs> it's constantly dead. Yeah, so a lot of the extensions we see tend to be... Chad like, to be uh, playing the game more than you. Exactly. <laughs> it's easy content. I just keep dying. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so most of them are like sort of uh, loadout. Mod. Yeah, you click on the extension, you get to see the person's loadout and shit like that. So I thought that was a yeah. nice little thing. So, and they've got to keep up on more extensions. 
um, like the the, the the content giveaway stuff like they, we've seen with uh, some of the other games. Yep. All right. So, um, as I said, yeah, um, me personally, I think you just go go watch some streamers play this game. Um, go make up your own mind. Don't yeah, it's going to be a very opinion-based one, this one. Given, given the way the reviews have fallen, um, yeah. I think, yeah, it's going to be... I mean, every game should be forming your own opinion, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you're yeah, going to take the opinion of people to decide whether they're going to play a game or not, especially if it's getting mixed reviews, watch a few different people, not just yeah. everyone that says it's bad. Go watch a few people that really enjoy the game and maybe you'll see what they're enjoying about it. Yes. Um, yeah, go watch some streamers because they're the guys on, that... On the, on the other end, too... On on the other end of what Puppy just said, if you see people are saying that it's 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 amazingly awesome, check out just pay attention to their motivations behind saying words like that. As well. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You, you've got like I said, you watch you when you watch both sides of the coin, and yeah. form your own opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be a sheep. Have a brain. Yeah. Think for yourself. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, all right, so next we have uh, the Ghost Recon Breakpoint um, Ubisoft reveal. So it's a new open world entry in the shooter fr franchise that's coming this fall, uh, October 4th. So fall being American, not Australian, because that's spring here. Yep. Um, so basically it follows in the vein of the 2017's Wildlands uh, release with a massive world four-player co-op and a mix of tactical firefights and vehicle combat. So nothing's really changed there. Uh, despite the similarities, Breakpoint may be the big franchise's biggest departure uh, yet. Um, the Basically, the people have done a bit of hands-on stuff uh, um, with it. Uh, one thing sort of come out of it is that, for better or for worse, and it's, a, it's they're trying to answer Wildlands critics. So while that game was fun... Yeah. Um, it did have a lot of critics um, about things. So this is this game's more in the vein of a survival, stealth, and tactics-based approach um, than what was President Wildlands, which more was just everybody jump on a tractor and be a dickhead. <laughs> um, with a bigger focus on class perks, gears, and attributes. So they're sort of really ramping up the RPG aspects of the game and making it more relevant to the game. So uh, is yeah. this this is a new release, right? This is like the second one, not an expansion, because that's what I'm kind of confused it's, on. No, it's a brand new game. It's the second one. It's a brand new second game. Second one, but it's it's, an, it's, it's in the same vein of Wildlands. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I didn't like about the first Wildlands, and why I never really got into it was it wasn't a great deal to do except trying to drive around and blow stuff up, which is fine. It, it, but had, it got it kind of repetitive had, for a bit. It initially had a really cool mechanic in the fact that you could synchronize your your team. And all that yeah. sort of gear. I remember. I remember going to an NBA Expo and watching the, um, like their this sort of rundown on it, and and thinking to myself, that's a really cool, really cool way to play a game. Until you got your friends with you, and then yeah, then that never works. You're, talk, you're, talk, you're talking to them and sorting it all out anyway. You know what I mean? Like so. Yeah. yeah. But um, I mean, it works if there's two of you and you still got because it's it's always a squad of four, right? Yeah, but I think yeah. I think the I think in I think the second somebody joined you, the four go. So the other oh, three just, just the two of you, right? Okay, I thought they stayed. So yeah, when you when you by yourself, you're a team of four, <laughs> and you can control what the other three do when they shoot and all that sort of stuff, which is cool. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. It was a really cool concept at the time. Um, but it got pretty stale. Like it wasn't. That I think they kind of rested on that. 
a bit too much to make to make the yeah. game. And um, yeah, the, I mean, some of the content was really cool as well. You know, they added in some really cool um, throwbacks to diff to you know, like Predator movie and and, and uh, previous games, which was cool. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to see a lot more out of this one. Yeah, so yeah, I'll be watching it closely. Yeah, so the idea here is that you're in south, set off the coast of Australia somewhere in one of those little islands. By the looks, it's one of those um, South Pacific archipelago things. I can't say the word. Archipelago. Archipelago. Yeah, one of those things. Pelican. Yeah, pelican goes where the dude from the Punisher TV show is playing the bad guy in it. I can't remember the lad's name. John, John or other. I, yes. I literally, I literally looked up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, starts with a B. John, let's, let's call him Johnny B. Johnny yeah. B. Johnny B. And, um, still. The Punisher. Basically, you're being hunted by him and his his little tech army um, around the island. So um, where the other game, you've sort of been the good guy going in and sort of you're the predator in the game more or less and you're just sort of taking out the bad guys. Um, there's more of a shift in the focus that you guys, are the, you and your squad, are the ones being hunted as such. So that's where all your stealth and tactics and other things come into play. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's more... There we go, John Berthnall. There we go. That's it. Nearly there. Thank you. So it where Recon Wildlands did not catch me at all because it just looked like another one of those games, um, this actually sounded interesting, so... Um, yeah, I'll be keeping an eye on trying. I'm looking for some uh, gameplay reveals. I'm I'm all in on it. Man, hmm. I hope it doesn't burn me. Yeah, I'm all in. Uh, well, Great. you can you can tell me if it's good, yeah, and yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll buy it after that. Get the last, the last time, the last time I went all in like like this uh, was the division. So, yeah, help, help. Fallout seventy six, and you never got your canvas bag. No, no. So um, yeah, as I said, I'm waiting for some gameplay review. You know where it's all going to come. How it's all going to work together and etc. So and surprise, this doesn't affect us console people, but this will be another Epic Store exclusive. Everything's on the Epic Store. It's pretty much there is no Steam, only Epic. Yeah. Every game released this year is on Epic. Um, it seems to be a, a standard feature of all games now. I can I can hear the I can hear the cry. <laughs> yep, Reddit be ramping up. All right. Yep. Um, so Sony had their recent <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> state of play. Oh, my voice is fucking up. Uh, so um, we're, we're all on this tonight, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, old age kicking in. <laughs> Um, so Capcom released a new trailer for upcoming Iceborne expansion for their Monster Hunter world. Um, so in addition to seeing some new monsters and locations from the expansion, so you go to somewhere by the sounds of it that's icy and cold. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, you go to a new Bullshit. region on the big island um, and you've got a whole bunch of secrets to uncover, etc., etc. Um, so it's set to release on September 6th for PS4 and Xbox One. I think PC will be a little bit later. Um so oh, the, the PC release was later with the original release yeah. anyway. So that's actually yeah. on that's on um, Game Pass at the moment. I may have so, to give it a download. And word of warning: it is big. Uh, I purchased it at Christmas time, and it's a game that you just you've got to put a lot of hours into it. It's um, yeah. As I said, I like I like the game, but it's just one I have not committed much time to for because of the fact that I don't have that time to commit. 
Um, so this region is called Hallfrost Reach, um, and it also the snow plays a plays a big part. Can you, in the can you say that name slowly? Hallfrost. Hallfrost. No, Very good. There's Continue. A, there's, a, there's an H. I just, I just wanted to point that out. I just wanted, <laughs> wanted to make that all good. Continue. Yeah. Yeah, it's not um yeah not Cindy on the street corner feeling cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the snow and everything plays a, is a core gameplay mechanic. So it uh, ties into the existing temperature mechanics from the main game. So if you find yourself walking in heavy snow, your character movement will become pretty, uh, significantly slower. That's and cool. to combat the cold effects, you have to find like herbs and stuff to boost your stamina and attributes. Um, is, yeah. is that where the hoarfrost comes into it? Possibly to make it to warm yourself um, up. No, she's at, she's at the hot spring, uh, just around the corner. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, which will greatly improve your character status. That's a GDA three mechanic. Jeez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, so, and we expect there'll be new gear, monsters, and upgrades to existing gadgets as they're in there as well. So, um, yeah, if I, I recommend if you enjoy a good RPG, um, yeah, play Monster Hunter World. But be prepared to have to drop a fair bit of time into it. Like your average encounter will be an hour to three hours um, on a hunt. Yeah, so it's not. So not I can only something... six hours for extra death. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So other news. We mentioned this earlier, but um, the from the state of play is that many out on October twenty fifth this year. Um, so. Basically, uh, this game has been built, rebuilt from the ground up. So same characters, pretty much same story, but the entire game's been rebuilt. So uh, it looks awesome. I love the original game. I love the kooky sense of humor. There was all Monty Python people in there everywhere doing shit as well. So hopefully they uh, keep that sort of feel and vibe in the game and bring us something that's awesome. And... There is also a Predator game being made by the studio that bought us Friday the 13th. Um, it's a game where you pay the... Um, so I think it goes back to like the theme of the original Predator movie where you, you, know, you have a crack team of commandos go into the rainforest and you slowly get slaughtered. Um, and Sounds like a good time. Yeah, and if, you know, we played the Friday the 13th as part of the Halloween dick around. Um that, oh, was, that was fun for a game. Yeah, for a free <laughs> game too. <laughs> for a game. Oh man, I can stop laughing <laughs> at people's faces when they get fright. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, terrible. Nice to see faces. Um, but um, given the fact that they, yeah, that was the game that they previously, will there be a similar thing where people, um, you somebody you lobby in, someone gets to be the predator, and everyone else gets to be the commandos, for example, mm. and basically. So I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah, another Friday the 13th or Dead by Daylight or something like that. I'm just yeah, it's going to be life. basically that. It may have a few yeah. different mechanics. Maybe yeah. you can weaponize and, like... You jump in the mud and they can't see you, for example. Yeah, and kind of defeat yeah. the Predator with weapons. Because, I mean, if your commando's in a forest, you're going to have some kind of arsenal on you. One would um, hope. It'd be interesting <laughs> to see if they implement, like, a class system for that, though. Hmm. Um, so, I think they do with most of them. There's, like, each character has different traits. Yeah. Um, for like, yeah. I think Dead, Dead by Daylight does that. Friday the 13th had the same too. Each character had a strength and a weakness. You know, yeah. you know some could run faster than others and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I expect to be in the similar vein. It was, they just sort of said that they're making a Predator game. There's been naffle details about it. And the last one, this one sounds like an absolute ball of joy. 
It's called a um, called Away the Survival Series. It's mm. where you play the part of a possum trying not to be eaten by predators. So you're yeah, a possum that. trying not to die. Basically, that's the whole premise of the game. Um, yeah. So yeah, that sounds of, cool. Um, yeah. Like interesting how they, it'd be interesting to see how they they like approach that from a like a story point of view too because mm. so, possums um, are traditionally non-speaking so yes tr- traditionally and traditionally <laughs> i mean we have rocket raccoon i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take it out of the realm of possibility but, i wonder um, if there's a like there's a you win button it's just the play dead button yes yeah, oh well, you'd have to have that as a skill right you'd have to have the play yeah. dead skill yeah surely level it up yeah yeah, so you can do it for longer periods of time and it's more convincing. Yeah, get makeup and um, disembowelment kits and shit. <laughs> Make it more realistic. <laughs> but to balance it out, it takes you longer to start. Yeah. It's more of a cooldown. Uh, so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll cover that in more depth as it closer. Um, also, we, we talked about the, Wolfen, the new Wolfenstein game a few episodes back. And um, the devs have come out and said there will be some departures for the series. Uh, we know that it's moving away from the main protagonist, old BJ. Yeah, um, he's, he's getting a bit longer than a tooth now. So. And um, yeah, will be. Yeah, he's, he's, also, be... he's also lost his body once or twice. <laughs> yeah, yes. it'll take a toll on you. Yes, yeah. it does. You know, somebody you just want to sit down, and put your feet up, and it's going to be focused around the co-op style play of his of two girls. So, um, so the level design is also. What we've seen in the past of these games, they're mostly linear style um, sort of layouts, and it's going to be a lot more open, meaning combat can be approached in multiple ways and tactics. So they've had help from Arcane, which is the mob that built the Dishonored games, um, to come in and do this sort of stuff. So the devs have come in, and they actually said that they are comparing level design to be more like a Dishonored style level than what we'd expect out of a traditional Wolfenstein level. I mean, so, I, I, I'm glad they're changing things up. It'll be interesting how it goes. I'm, I'm down with that, though. I could totally, especially with the co-op, I think that'd be fine. So as, yeah. as someone that hasn't played Dishonored, what, what does that mean? Exactly? So you have options of um, it's, it's using little, stealth, little... elevation and other things to uh, be able okay. to think change about, how you approach a combat. Um, um, a slightly more Creed. open version of Bioshock. Hmm. Uh-huh. But there's about... Th- so there's like you can you can approach each level different ways. So you can go in you can go in yeah, loud and heavy, or you can stealth through it, or you can do a combination of both. And there's yeah. different ways to yeah. unlock things to get through that level as well. So by you, finding... you could do that. You could do that to a degree in the the last uh, Wolfenstein game as it was. So I, I can only assume maybe that these levels are are a little more open. Yeah. Yeah. Where where you were sort of kind of stuck to a like a certain number of paths in the, in the last one, if if that makes sense. Like yeah, those you're, are, those you're, given, you're given one 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 set path to go through, but there might have been a couple of different ways you could sort of. Yeah, it's a multi-rail where you went through linear yeah, rail yeah. shooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so as I said, obviously, top down, top down, Yeah. Um, so yeah, what they mean is is will it be as open where you you know sort of got a lot of you can go through the entire game there killing anybody. A, there's a trophy for it um, inside Dishonored for doing that. Um, I almost yeah, had that trophy, except so one I of my guys drowned in a puddle. Have that trophy. He dra- yeah. I knocked him out and he drowned in a puddle. It made me real <laughs> sad. 
was like, I didn't get the completion for the level. What the hell? I, I like, like I, I was like, yeah, this one guy just drowned in a puddle. I was like, God damn it! You're an uncaring <laughs> sod. I uh, know. Uh, I just butchered my way through that game. I actually went back and made sure that there was no one alive, um, <laughs> <laughs> and got the best ending, of course. Um, so yeah, as I said, whether we have that much freedom, the multi approach, you know, where you can climb through a window and come into the scenario from a different story of a building from a different direction, whatever, not sure. Um, but with the co-op style play, that really does lend itself to some interesting sort of scenarios and tactics. Yeah, so. that'll be really, that'll be really cool. That's, that's the yeah. one thing I've looked mm. forward I'm to. Really, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this one as well. It's going to be good. Yeah. All right. So I'll let you talk about this one, Pups. Um, so this is this is just a small thing, but um, the lead developer for Ubisoft, um, who was working on mainly Division Two, put out a tweet saying about how he was yeah, a little bit of leaky leak. Um, put out a tweet saying how he was excited to be working on the next Splinter Cell with a whole heap of other game developers, and then about five meters later, put out a tweet going, "Please don't retweet. I may be in trouble." So, I have a feeling we may see something about Splinter Cell this year. Thank God, because I missed that game so much. Um, now, do you reckon that was staged? Oh, it totally was staged. Totally, but it was it still was pretty funny. Did he delete the original tweet? Still there, I'm pretty sure. It's still I'm, there? I'm pretty sure oh, it's, okay. still it's still there. Still, yeah. So he's like, so, please, please, please don't retweet. I may be in trouble. <laughs> like, the amount of retweets after he posted that second one. Yeah. Bit <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like those um, the bungee content leaks. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. here's this oh, thing. How did, how how did, did that, that get, get there? there? Yeah, who oh, put that no, there? ignore that. And then yeah. a week later, it's like, hey, we got this cool new thing coming out, guys. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited because Splinter Cell is one of my favorite um, game franchises, along with Assassin's Creed and a few others. But I'm um, really excited for a new one to come out because the last one was really, really, really good. And that's one excuse to replay them, to be honest. Yeah, they'll remaster them. Remaster them. Oh god, a collector's edition for with all of them remastered would be glorious. Yes. Yeah, that was it. Theme. Just a cheeky little Splinter Cell yeah. We should hear something at E3, which is around the corner. We should. Yeah. Nice. We'll have to. We're gonna have a few big weeks with that one. Yes. All right. Before we move on to the discussion point, uh, right. ladies and gentlemen, hanging out in the chat, if you wish to join in on the discussion point this week, feel free to. to Right up in chat, and we'll um, yep. address any any questions or anything like that as we go. I think this will be a pretty one-sided conversation, but I, I think <laughs> mostly I, think I don't think there's a lot of discussion yeah. with it. I think I think it'll just be a lot of agreement. Mm, um, yes. So it come out this week. The U.S. Senator um, announced he's introducing a bill that will potentially bar the sale of blue boxes in certain video games. So if enacted, um, there's a lot of this stuff happening in Europe at the moment as well. Um, that it's Hawley's bill called the Protecting Children from Abusive Games Act would ban loot boxes and pay-to-win microtransactions in titles targeted popular or at targeted at or popular among minors, um, likening the business model to addiction. So the, the blurb he put forward is that social media and video games prey on user addiction, siphoning our kids' attention from the real world and extracting profits from fostering compulsive habits. Uh, he came also said in a statement, no matter this business model's advantages to the tech industry, one thing is clear, there is no excuse for exploiting children through such practices. When a game is designed for kids, game developers shouldn't be allowed to monetize addiction. And game developers who knowingly exploit children should face legal consequences. Um, 
this here, it's so, we, we, we think about it in the console gaming space, um, the loot boxes and everything else like that. I read that is it's going to take a big chunk out of the mobile game industry. That's what I'm seeing, mobile game industry, absolutely. Um, yeah. Because yeah, um, so, the practice isn't <laughs> rampant throughout um, sort of console gaming. They're there. Uh, we've covered it. We've talked about it before. You do it or you don't do it. Um, you know, games like Fortnite have made squillions out of, out of microtransactions then they pay to win in it. But And, and I've, I've seen that firsthand. The, the children come running mm-hmm. up to their parents but when they're not even playing the game. You know what I mean? Like in, they'll mm-hmm. be out in, out in public somewhere saying, I need this now. Like I need to have this skin in well, Fortnite now. Like, yeah. You're not even I mean, there's the been game, plenty of horror stories just, of you've just seen it. parents being unaware that their children are spending tons of money on microtransactions and stuff like that um so with this i don't think this bill will pass solely solely for the reason that it's a corporation and corporations always win with america Mm -hmm. it's it's never it's rarely ever the people um i mean this is this is this is another step forward in the kind of the fight against the whole loot box situation but it's gonna take more because i think Oh, and all honestly, the corporations are going to win this one. This bill won't pass. Hmm. Yeah, you think of um, um, think of a game, the, the Candy Crush model, for example. I'll use that yeah. one as an example. Probably the most popular game in its in its format. But it's, yeah, it's there's hundreds of games that sit in the same world as it. Um, yeah, yeah. Is that game developed and designed for children? Yeah, it's got basically. I read this as anything. Technically, it is. Anything, Anything with a rating that's under plus. 18 is going to be... Yeah, M15 yeah. plus or, or lower. Yeah. Like nothing 18 plus is, is technically marketed yeah. for people underage so, for gambling. That whole game's model is to get you to spend money buying power-ups and more lives. Um, you know, you get so many lives, they recharge over time. We know the standard mobile game feedback loop. You know, you have so much energy, you have so many lives or whatever. Um and you can throw money to recharge those, those, you know, to extend your game time. So and those aren't hidden either, man. Like no, no, no. Um, I've, I've no, seen no, games no, where no, it's no, like super it's it's like most like most of the mobile games. There's like a tiny little cross in the corner that you have to hit, which is hard to hit because there's something right next to it yeah. that will take you to do a microtransaction. And now, if like. As as much monitoring as as parents can do of kids playing a game, they 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 th- they th- they thumble it. They could mm. like if you're not careful, they could like really cost you a lot of money. Well, they yeah. they literally they literally like you know, a lot of them literally just put it up as a big green button. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know what I mean? Well, what what do kids want to do? Oh, there's a green button. I'm gonna hit that yeah. green button. You run out of lives, of course. Green is go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically, you run out of lives. It's play more. Oh yeah, of course I want to play more. You hit the yeah. button. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. As I said, I, I read this and I'm. It's in our console games, but it's mostly cosmetic. Even with, even with the console but, games, um, it's like it should still be not there. I mean, like no, no. As I said, it's, yeah, yeah. We, we, we've discussed this before. It's for me, it's take it or leave it. There's no, there's not much pay to win um, inside console games um, as such. It's mostly the loot box, the RNG type loot box, um, the slot machine. Um, and they're the ones I hate the most. Yeah, if you go in and just want to buy something, well, so be it. Um, you shouldn't be buying a lucky dip. Um, but yeah, as I said, I sort of read this here and think, well, the mobile game industry is going to be 
devastated by this unless there's an exemption um, because basically every single mobile phone game out there that does not charge you money to play um, yeah, not a game that you pay for all these free to play games um, rely on microtransactions to exist yeah so um, yeah or you had Candy Crush it outperformed the highest selling console slash PC game in, back in 2000 and you know, a couple of years back that's why Activision bought it yeah. um, so yeah, and the other so, one is how long do you think? How long do you think before it, this sort of gets traction inside Australia? Well, I know we're always they've already been talking about it world. for the last mm. eight months or so. It's been discussed and researched as we speak. I think mm. um, a point that um, Slavisak has brought up on Twitch um, is is basically you're offered a choice. Why make that choice? Just don't buy loot boxes. That's fine if you're a consenting adult and you know what you're doing. Mm. But a lot of these have been um, targeted at children. Who don't have the who aren't mature enough to make the rational decisions or understand the consequences of those things and it's basically grooming them for gambling um a lot of these are in games that are marketed for children um and that's what they're trying to prevent yeah so that's and that was a big movement throughout europe as well was to remove the gambling elements from games that children were inside were were part of um, as such um inside an adult's game yes we're big people we make our decisions where we got free will it's our choice if we want to spend all our money buying skins for fortnite well so be it yeah we, we can't eat for the rest of the week because of that that's how yeah. that's a consequence of our stupidity um but yeah like Dev said the children they don't have the, they don't have those models developed so you either got to be a very savvy parent and make sure that and they understand yeah and um i don't know how many people you actually know like that because you know you know the people oh my kid spent all this money on this and spends all his time playing this game it's like well you're the parent you say no and you control the time that they're on their consoles yeah um not or, just or phones or devices yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not and, and the, the ease yeah. of access for even like even with mobile games for accident like even like close to accidental pressing going to a store is yeah it is yeah, it's, it's so ridiculous it's, it's, it's yeah. one, bloody ridiculous there's one game i play literally throws three mo- three transactions at you before you start the game and as mm. puppy said it's got this tiny little exit you've got to try and hit and if you don't hit that guess what you hit the yes, one, the rest of the screen is yes. Your next step is actually paying for it. So. And kid, yeah, kids yeah. don't understand yeah. that. It's, kids, kids don't understand that. Yeah, they say the big green button. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that. That means go. No. And if yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's wise for account, most parents to kind of have. Yeah. I mean, it, no, it no payable transaction. Like any way to pay the transaction, like no um, payment details on there. Yeah. But I mean, it's still, it's still there, and it shouldn't be there. Yeah. Hmm. No, so as I said, yeah, it's um, yeah, I, I I sort of feel the same way as you, Deft. I think this will, if it does get through, it'll be heavily modified. Um, yeah, there's no way corporations are losing out on this. No. Um, so, um, Stormy brought up, and again, has loot boxes as an easier solution. Again, it has loot boxes and Insta 15 plus rating. That's what they're trying to bring in, basically. Hmm. Um, but it requires the legislation to do so to force people to do it. Otherwise, it, they have the choice to, and yeah, they they need that regulation there to yeah. enforce it with the game. <laughs> either way, the game. either way, there's a legislation involved with it. Yeah, that's that's what they're working on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like I think yeah, Reaper made the point, same point that I did. Is it's not. 
it probably won't pass because corporations always win in America. There's going to be corporation behind it. There's going to be big money behind it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's good to see the conversation still going and people are trying to like, like especially politicians are paying more attention to it. Um, and I mean, it might be a lot longer before we get any kind of well, any kind of satisfactory um, ending yeah. to it. But the fact that people are still bringing it up is good. That's a good point for a bit. I don't know. I don't know if you meant to ask just a question or make the point. Do retailers stop under 15s buying 15 plus games? I've never ever seen it. I've never seen no. an EB even games 18 games or, or anyone stop a 12 year old child or 12 year 12 year old child from buying GTA 5. Yeah, so many like so many kids just go in and buy Call of Duty. It's 15 plus, and they're even like they're underage. And I've, I've seen 18 plus games being sold to yeah. someone without. Yeah. even IDing yeah. them and they look fairly young I don't know, unless they knew them but um, yeah. it's it's something that's not like that should help but it's not regulated by anybody really no. it's even kind of oh show us, your, show us your ID but if they just get their parents to go in and buy it and the parents are none the wiser right. what can you do about it and that's yeah. that's a situation a lot of people are in you know parents don't understand the rating of video games or well, what it implies I mean, a lot more people are savvy to it want now. anything to do with their video games as well. Exactly. You know, they say, oh, fine, you want this, we'll go get yeah. it. You know, it's whatever. Yeah. We'll shut you up. And it's so they don't pay valid, attention. There's another valid point brought up by, by Slavic Psych here is uh, maybe parents should start restricting access by themselves. Well, that's called parenting. That's, yeah, that's yes. parenting. That should be getting done anyway. But <laughs> it should be getting done anyway, but... Shocker. It's, it's not, not all parents are fantastic and they're not yeah, paying attention no. to that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, when they go yeah. buy their eight-year-old child a Call of Duty game, they oh, I didn't know it had guns in it. And so yeah. there's a fucking soldier on the front cover, you know, carrying yeah. guns. It's not Sonic the Hedgehog, idiot. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I, as I said, it's it's honestly it's a, shitty, it's a shitty point with me when when people carry on like this. And it's like, you got to be monitoring children, especially in the connected environments of the world today. Yeah, when I had my Mega Drive, I wasn't connected to anything. There was no such. Thing. Yeah, we still had that fucking old doll phone um and all the rest of it it was safe um you know mum would yeah. the game and she'd decide whether she'd buy it for us or not um if it was a game that we were dying for it was like well it wasn't until i was a teenager and had my own money could i go buy a game like combat for example yeah um, and i was 16 years old so you know at the time um so yeah for them to go and say oh i didn't know this had this like uh, we you know it's it's a case of okay you want this game the internet's an easy place to go re- do some research yeah um, yeah we have that ago. we have that accessibility now where research yeah. is pretty easy to do it's mm-hmm. basic google search which doesn't require a lot of technical prowess no if you can type and, you're okay and most of the time you can look at the cover of the game and work out what the basic premise of it is you know uh, it, it's a game guns and shooting um, maybe it's mm. not the game you know it looks very realistic maybe it's not the game for my eight-year-old um so on and so forth so as i said it it does come back the parents do have to regulate they should be aware of how to protect their children from monitor these monetizing games yes. um how to lock down accounts so there's no access to credit cards or whatever else but um yeah it doesn't happen um there's doesn't happen as often as it should. So, yeah. Um, unfortunately, then that's why legislation and rules have to be set up. Then so businesses perform in a certain way not to take advantage of idiots, <laughs> you know, or the innocent in the case of children. Yeah. 
Like I said, it, it, like I said, like there's, there's especially the loot box heavy stuff really kind of grooms that gambling kind of style addiction where it's the slot where machine. that can become yeah, the slot machine kind of mechanics can definitely like especially with a younger mind can cause a lot of issues later on down the track. So that's what we're we're trying to avoid and get rid of them all together. It'd be nice because they're yeah. shit. No, I prefer a progression slash collection path so yeah you play a game i know that i've got to do so many things the battle pass from fortnite's actually a really good example of this model is where okay i've got to go do yeah, these things you a clear, I can clear cut like, path yeah. to, to get what you want out of it yes. out of it not hmm. um yeah i i i just play I the mean, game it's a clear and... path you just have to pay for it yeah oh as i said yeah insert so, credit but... card here yeah <laughs> But it's, that's its content model. But at the end of the day, you buy it, you look into it, and okay, I've got this. It's not just look, pull the handle. Oh, I hope I get that skin. Yeah, uh, haven't got it yet. Here's more money, which some of the other games tend to be more like. Um, yeah, Overwatch is a pretty good example. Um, you know, buying the boxes, and you just hope that you don't get shit for the character that you never play. Um, yeah, even even the don't... cosmetic stuff on that level is still pretty harmful. Hmm. Um, so, okay, yeah, it just needs an enforced rating, realistically. Hmm. But that means companies losing money, which is what's making this also bloody difficult. It's because they're fucking greedy. Yes. Alrighty. I think we've beaten that to death. There's nothing else out there. Yeah. If anyone wants to add anything else, now is the time. In chat. Or forever hold your peace. Yep. <laughs> Alright. We good? Oh, let's, get guys, let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's get out of here. Wrap it up. I gotta yeah. get to bed. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, Dan, where do we find uh, you? Me? You'll find me at Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at one of the Dan. I think that's it. Yes, that's me. That's it. Yep. Simple. Yep. Me, Twitter, Instagram, Mixer, deft underscore puppies. And you'll find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Just static Oz everywhere. Yeah, with all the things. Easy, easy. Uh, podcast info, we are on Twitter at left underscore pod. You can email us at two left thumbs pod at gmail.com. Um, and we're also now uploading to YouTube uh, weekly. I think that generally gets out by Friday afternoon, Friday night. Um where I think our podcast actually goes live tomorrow. Is that correct, puppies? Um, yeah, she'll be live tomorrow. She'll be live tomorrow. So depends yeah, on how much caffeine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it depends right. on how much caffeine and how long it takes me to get the editing done. But it should be. Yeah, it should be up at some point soon, within the next cool, twenty-four cool. hours. Um, so if you are listening to us uh, via audio only, uh, be sure to check out the show notes for all those links. And um, that's about us done. I think. Yeah. Yep. Alright guys, thank you very much. See you thank next you week. so much for hanging out, dudes. We'll uh, catch you again next week. Yep. See you, bye. Bye.